Announcement. The revolution will not be televised. I repeat, the hemp revolution will not be televised. Welcome to the Hemp Revolution Podcast, the global hotspot for the buzz and the cannabis. Hear the secrets of the green rush from the dreamers who are writing the rules, innovating business, and changing history forever. Immerse yourself with the fascinating stories from the leaders in the hemp health revolution to learn how we are changing the game. Now here's your hosts, James Brinkerhoff and Sonia Gomez. Sonia Gomez coming to you from Denver, Colorado. We are back with another Rock Your Socks episode of the Hemp Revolution podcast, where we are sharing and telling the real story of the cannabis and hemp industry from the perspective of the business owners, entrepreneurs, and pioneers who are pushing this incredible industry forward. As you know, it is our mission here at the Hemp Revolution to ensure that you understand the truth about cannabis and hemp so that you can make empowered, educated decisions about how you want to care for yourself, the people that you love, and the conditions that you may be suffering from, or otherwise care for that beautiful gift of life that we all have. If you're someone looking for products that you can depend on to deliver the results you're looking for, check us out at medicalsecrets.com. And if you're a budding entrepreneur or business owner trying to break through the glass ceilings or brick walls of the industry, check us out at theemeraldcircle.com. We are happy to help. Today, You'll never believe we have another incredible story from an entrepreneur who is coming into this space to change the way that we are thinking about cannabis um, and hemp. Uh, Jared Sawyer is the co-founder of Best Bud CBD, and his passion for CBD comes from an intense drive to help others. This passion started with the loss of his mother to cancer when he was just 19 years old, which set him on a lifetime mission to find a way to help other people restore and recover cover their well-being holistically. He lives in Portland, Oregon now, and with his wife and two boys, they enjoy an incredible duck-infused, by the way, we have a huge duck fan here, um, lifestyle over there in Oregon, where the industry is, is booming, and I'm super excited to hear how they're starting in hemp and plan to bridge their brand into the emerging industry for cannabis as well. Put your hands together and help me welcome our good friend, Jared Sawyer. How's it going, Jared? It's going great. Thanks for having me. Um, I appreciate you bringing me on. Yeah, I'm super excited to have you guys here. I just had, well, we'll get into products and all of that stuff here in a minute, but I just want to put a disclaimer here that I took your guys's yummy gummies. I, that's my name for your gummy bears, by the way, to Las Vegas when I was at MJ BizCon and we were at the penthouse at the Cosmopolitan 62nd, 61st floor. And I was like, pulled out a gummy bear and ate it. And literally the entire balcony, which was full of people in the hemp industry, they're like, hey, what's that? Hey, uh, <laughs> what you got going on right there? And like, by the end of it, I was like, oh yeah, try one, try. And I looked at my bottle at the end, it was completely empty. So MJ BizCon ate your bears. And I'm super excited to hear more about you, your background, and how you ended up in the can of boom. Yeah. So well, first of all, I'm glad uh, MJ BizCon enjoyed the, uh, the sour bears, which you affectionately dub yummy gummies. Um, we, in our house, we have a hard time keeping these things in stock. My wife eats them like crazy and I love them. So yeah, it's, it's really, really hard around our house to keep that. But, um, you know, my, my story is 
it, it, interesting. And, it, and, I, and I don't know if anyone else can really relate, but I, I'm sure there are some people out there that have similar things touch their lives. Like you started in your intro, um, you know, I was 19 years old, lost my mom to cancer. And she was extremely healthy, school teacher, um, did all the right things, right? Was really good eating, worked out a lot. And in the span of about six months, watched her go from perfectly healthy at age 44 to, you know, passing away. And, and it, obviously having an impact like that at a young age really sticks out. But the one thing that really sticks out more, more so than a lot of stuff is during that process, watching her health decline along with her regimen of chemo, um, just, just always has stuck with me. And ever since that, it's, it's really left not necessarily a bad taste in my mouth towards the medical industry, but left at asking a lot of questions that there aren't answers to. Like, you know, why, why are we pushed towards chemotherapy and then naturopath stuff isn't necessarily really talked about. It's considered this crazy mystical thing when our bodies are designed to receive natural medicine and be able to process stuff like cancer out. And so it kind of sent me on, you know, this journey that I didn't really understand then, you know, and I mean, 19, you go through your twenties. I mean, it's, I had a lot of fun in my twenties. So yeah, um, wasn't exactly thinking about what I want to do when I'm 35, you know, so it's, it's a little, little bit different, but you know, it kind of just changed my thinking you know, and, and you, you talk about different paths in life and, and even if something changes the trajectory just like that much, it can lead you in a whole different direction than maybe you were going before. Um, you know, fast forward to about, oh, about a year and a half ago. Um, you know, I, I, I live here in Oregon. I grew up in Oregon. I moved all over. I lived in Arizona for a long time, lived in San Diego for a bit. Um, and so, you know, I, I've always been exposed to cannabis, but growing up in Oregon, it was just every day. And it wasn't ever really a taboo subject. And then when I moved to Arizona, everyone was like, Oh, you can't talk about that here. And I was just like, what? <laughs> Making sense. It's a plant. Um, and so for me, it, it was a really interesting experience just because I, you know, it was never a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as research has come through and medical science has come through and you're starting to see more and more stuff, the light bulbs start going off and in, in not, not just my head, but a lot of people's head. Um, you know, and so I started taking CBD for anxiety. Um, you know, my, my nine to five is mortgages. And that's what I do. I, I help people get into homes and, and do that. But with that, you're dealing with a lot of different variables all day, every day. And so stress, anxiety, insomnia play a big factor into just my day to day life and a lot of my colleagues that have been, you know, successful in the industry as well. And not a big drinker. I do like some whiskey, I like some scotch, in all fairness, a little bit of wine here and there. But I'm not, I'm not, you know, 22 hitting the bars every night. That's, that's not, not my MO anymore. Um, you know, so for me, and and I can't, I can't just be stoned out of my mind. So it, you know, I got two little kids, I got a lot going on. So I I wanted to find something and I didn't like the idea behind pills and all this other stuff that you go see the doctor and they just shove right down your throat. Um, so kind of led me on a little bit different path and through a lot of research really found CBD helps a lot of that stuff. Um, and I also was along the same lines of being in natural medicine. So I was automatically adapt to it. And I, and I grew up around hemp and cannabis. And so I was just naturally, I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Um, I was taken back completely. And, and it was, it was a very, nothing really hit me really hard. It's probably the best way to say it from, from taking CBD, but I just noticed a lot more energy, mental clarity. I wasn't stressed out things didn't seem as big of a deal as they normally would be. Like I had a borrower call in and they want to know, Oh, I need my bank statements. And you're normally like oh, high alert. Oh no, I got to make these people happy. And I just noticed through taking a regular regimen of CBD. I was just like, okay, yeah, we'll get it figured out. And just way more relaxed. Um, my wife noticed a big deal with me. Um, I'm 
happier when I come home. I'm not just ready to punch a wall when I get in. Um, you know, and, and so through that, I just, it started answering a lot of internal questions like, Hey, this is maybe what I've really been missing, you know? And I think we all can relate. We all have families or jobs or careers or whatever. And there's there's a lot of stress that comes into managing a crazy schedule like that. And so having something you can take, that's not going to put you on the couch for the rest of the night or give you a hangover the next day. It's absolutely a beautiful thing to have. And it's also something our bodies can process naturally. So um, we started understanding that stuff. And about that time, Josh, my business partner, best friend, he was going through a pretty hectic time in his life and a lot of craziness, which he'll be on at some point here to talk to you about that. Um, so I won't steal, I won't steal his, his thunder with his story. But um, I remember I was on a walk. and I have a dog named Frank. He's a little pug. He smells bad, but he means well. Um, and, and I'm walking around the block. I'm on the phone with Josh. And we're just talking about our troubles. And um, he's like, He's like, man, I wish there was something we could, we could go into business with that would benefit both of us. And I was like, dude, you got to try CBD. And so I, I sent him a sample and he tried it. And we're on another walk. He's like, this is amazing. I'm like, I know this is freaking cool. Like, this is awesome. He's like, is it legal? I'm like, it will be next month. This is last year and we're waiting for the farm bill to pass. And he's like, oh my gosh, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah. And, and I, I'm like, dude, we should set up a dispensary. We've got to do it, man. Everyone's buying marijuana. Everyone's buying cannabis. It's, it's all over the place. And then we looked into it. And I'm like, we don't want to do that. way too much overhead licensing politics cash flow just nuts so any dispensary owners that are watching you have a lot of my respect after digging and seeing what it takes to get that going that's a a lot of work a lot of money with a lot of risk and so um we didn't go that direction so he's like well i know how to run online businesses i was like well i know cbd and he's like dude let's figure this out so we started vetting through different products, right? Because we didn't have our own at the time. We didn't, we didn't really know where to begin. And we went through some really good products and some really crappy products. And we finally landed on our flagship, which were, which were these, Sour Bears. Um, and we're able to, to get the exclusive rights to be able to distribute this um, from a lab that's making it that doesn't have a clue how to sell or market. So it worked out well for us because that's kind of what we do, sales and marketing. Um, and then we started getting some feedback from it. We got some to you got some to our good friend, Molly. And the feedback was just overwhelming. Um, started seeing my wife take it who, not that she was like, you know, I hate the devil's lettuce or anything like that, but she was more along the lines of a little skeptical. You know, she grew up in Arizona, a little bit more of a conservative background. And so for her, it was one of those natural barriers of like, I just don't know if this is real. Um, it wasn't until her mom, my mother-in-law, Rebecca started really taking CBD for arthritis. Um, she's works in the medical industry. She, she you know, lifts a lot of people on a day-to-day basis. Um, and so I started giving her these sour bears because I knew, I knew she could benefit from it, but she was really, I don't want to touch marijuana. This is evil kind of thing. And I was like, Becky, just, just take one. She took it. She had the best night, best night's sleep of her life. And then her shoulder felt good. And she's like, what are in these? And I was like, just CBD extract. No big deal. I'm like, but you don't want to touch it because it's the devil, right? And she's like, okay, where can I get more of these? That's when Josh and I really got going at it. We're like, all right, we're onto something here. Um, through that too, we also brought on some oil tinctures, some pet treats. Um, and that's, that's really where we're at as of right now, December 18th. Yep. December 18th, 20, 2019, about to be 2020 here pretty soon, but it's a little, 
try to condense it for you. For the I afternoon. only have one of your bottles of pet treats because I went to like, for a sake of experiment, I went to um, a dog park with my friends and she's got this yappy dog. Like, you know, the type kind that you're just like, Oh my God, I love dogs, but I hate ears. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't call on me. Like, <laughs> um, cause it's just like this nervous wreck of a dog all the time. Like it's itching, it's scratching. And you're like, Oh, this freaking dog. So we took it to the dog park and I was like, I'm going to just bring these things with that. And so there's these dog treats and then there's ones that actually, actually look like steak bones. And those are the ones that I took by the end of the dog park. We had, I, I mean, we had great Danes. We had little yippy um, Yorkshire terriers. We had stinky pugs. We had French bulldogs. I mean, English bulldog, all the dogs were around. And I was just like, can I pass these treats out to your dogs? They were eat. We went through the entire bottle there and all of the pet owners were like, this is amazing. You know, blah, blah, blah. Everyone had some story around CBD, um, which is really cool. I think it's a, it's certainly becoming mainstream conversation. There's been a lot of work um, put into education and information, which is sort of bridging the gap and how people, especially in the more conservative parts of the country or world are thinking about, considering or even opening up to the possibility that there are in fact um, natural alternatives. And we're starting to move towards this idea as a society that prescription medications is not the first resort, but a last resort that they can go towards if the other things are not working. I really love how your brand and the way that you formulated your products is in a way that's really non-invasive. It's not asking anyone to do or be or think um, anything different other than what already feels natural to them. The flavor of your products, the sense of your products, you know, the taste, the feel, the effect um, is all very non-invasive and yet very um, effective. Like I noticed myself and this was totally subconscious, but when I was getting on the plane and like, you can't travel with cannabis, I consume cannabis. Um, I'm a mother of four. I have a very high, you know, high functioning, high energy daily like requirement of me. I don't get to just like kick back and enjoy, right. you know, smoking blunts all day. That's not me <laughs> at all. I, I'm a mom. Like I have to be on my game at 7am until 11 o'clock at night. That's how it goes. So I can't sit around and smoke weed all day. And I get really anxious getting onto airplanes, even though I travel a lot and I always want to use cannabis beforehand, but I'm always nervous that, you know, somebody will smell it or whatever. I just like to be private about my use. So subconsciously, I found myself throwing the yummy, the gummy bears into my bag. And I just traveled from Oregon back to Colorado, over to Las Vegas and into California. And every time I was getting onto an airplane, I was eating a gummy bear and I didn't feel myself anxious. I, I was able to, I've never slept on a plane. I was able to rest when I took a red eye, like I w it was really, it was really crazy. And, and the thing that was most noticeable for me was not the effect of the gummy bears or the effect of the product, but it was more so the elimination of the things that normally bother me. 
you know, and that that was a huge differentiator because when you use cannabis or even a full spectrum product, um, which still has trace amounts of THC in it, you feel an effect. There is there is a small a small altering of how you feel, right? Whereas the broad spectrum product like yours, it doesn't taste like hemp. It tastes like it tastes like a, a yummy little treat, um, or you know, like a little sweet treat or candy, and Within minutes, I can feel myself relaxed, more subdued, a little more focused. Um, I don't get the energy boost, but that's okay because because I'm all like so hyperactive. I'm ADD and ADHD by nature, anyways. Mm-hmm. So what I recognize is that I'm able to just sort of balance out, and I can break barriers. What I love as an educator is that with a product like this. I can break barriers of conversation. Very conservative people who would otherwise be skeptical about trying or tasting any sort of product like this really welcome the idea of A, a gummy bear, and B, the fact that it tastes really good and feels really good once they try it. Um, how involved were you in the process, in, in, you know, in the decision process? I think a lot of people you know, have to decide who they want to be as a brand full spectrum, broad spectrum? Do they want an isolated product? There's all these options out there, tons and tons of buds words. Honestly, we don't even look at our food industry with as much scrutiny as, as yeah. we mentioned to with CBD, right? Which fascinates me <laughs> beyond all reason. Like yeah. no one's asking what's in your milk, right? But they want to be like, well, is it an isolate or is that a C? Like you would even understand the science to be, to be real in the first place. But you know, how involved were you guys in the, in the idea of full spectrum versus broad spectrum, having THC versus no THC? And why did you choose to go with a broad spectrum THC free product um, when you could have done whatever you wanted being an organ? So when it comes to, to the reason why we went this direction, so first of all, I, I want to classify a couple of things for those that might be watching or listening that don't know the difference between the, the three that we just talked about. So a full spectrum um, oil essentially is the extract from the hemp uh, plant. And then what it has is, and I'm trying not to get too technical because I don't want to lose people in the mix. Um, <laughs> but basically think, think of it as there's a spectrum of, we'll just call them goodness to make it really simple. Spectrum of goodness that comes from the hemp extract that you, that you get. Ours goes through a CO2 process. So it's, it's natural, it's clean. There's no harsh chemicals used in doing it and all the hemp's organic. So we try to keep it as consistent as possible with that. When that happens, you're going to have your extract and then you have to to do a few things with it. One, if you're going to do an isolate, essentially what you're doing is you're removing all the different goodness from it and you're just breaking it down to specifically CBD. Typically comes out as a powder form and it makes for a really good flavor. If you have uh, an isolate product, you probably won't taste any of the hemp in it at all. Um, it's usually odorless and tasteless. So that's why a, a lot of companies go that direction. The only downside of that is you're removing a lot of that goodness out of the hemp extract itself that can really help your body in a lot of different functions. And we'll go into that some other day and some other time as far as breaking down those different molecules. But think of it like everything's removed and then you just have CBD left. Okay, Then you have full spectrum, which is where everything's left in there, including trace amounts of THC. Um, and there are benefits to having THC. Again, we can go into that at a different, on a different, different talk at some point. So there are benefits to having that. And then we're kind of right in the middle. So the reason for it were, was a few different things. One, there's, there is a stigma and you have to address that head on when you're, when you're in an emerging market and you're having new businesses come online and you're having to break barriers that have been there and propaganda against it for so many years, you have to meet people where they're at and then 
gradually adapt to their, their thinking and then help them understand that, no, this, this isn't reefer madness. You're not going to like go crazy and, and start doing a bunch of you know crazy things in the middle of the night or, or whatever. Um, and, and no, this isn't dare drug resistance education. This is specifically something that our bodies naturally receive, can naturally process. But to do that, THC has such a nasty connotation with it just because of years and years and years of drilling into our heads. Hey, it's bad. Hey, it's bad. Just say no, all this sort of stuff. So you have to really start you know, re-engineering the way people think about it. The only way to do that from what I could see and what Josh and I saw were to create something that is recognizable, easy to understand, and tastes and looks like somebody understands it. So this is one of the sour bears. It looks like a gummy bear, like you would go into any candy shop and get. It's coated in sugar, so it tastes really good. And then the flavors are all, are all going to be very similar to what you would expect. The difference is it's got 10 milligrams of CBD in it. So for some people, that's a lot. For some people, that's nothing. Um, again, without going too, too deep on it, everyone has what's called an endocabinoid system. Our bodies basically understand that we're receiving CBD, route it to the place it needs to go, and then allows us to naturally feel better. So unlike what you talked about, you know, when you take heavy amount of THC and even some trace amounts of THC, if you're really sensitive, your system, you're going to feel it, right? Because you're, you're going to hit all those filtration systems along with your endocabinoid system. So that's what's going to get you the feeling of feeling lifted or high or whatever you want to call it. With CBD, you're not really going to get that. So your body naturally receives it, understands what's to do with it. So instead of feeling something to affect, you're going to feel something removed. Now, we really wanted that to be the case. So our, our main focus is really the masses with, with CBD. There's a lot of people out there. I'm a father of two, run my business, run my job. Um, and uh, you, know, you talked about being, being on from 7 a.m. to 11 o'clock at night. I think the vast majority of people in our age range can really identify with that. It's and merciless. The schedule yeah. is merciless. It, it's, it, can be, it can be a lot. And you know, your cortisol levels go through the roof. You're stressed, you're tired, and you need something that can take the edge off or else you're just wigged out of your mind at the end of the day. And sometimes so stressed, you can't even sleep. And that's, that's the beauty in this is it's something you can take throughout the day. You're not going to get high off of it. It removes that anxiety, removes that stress. It allows you to sleep comfortably and not feel drugged out. So when you ask why broad spectrum versus full spectrum and isolate, it's because you're getting the best of both worlds. Yeah, um, One of the things that you and Josh both said to me in the beginning when I was familiarizing myself with your guys' brand and product was we really wanted to make an impact to the somebodies who had no idea about this and perhaps still were afraid um, of trying it as an alternative. And we really wanted to be able to provide them, their families, their households, whether they had pets or just people in the house, you wanted to be able to provide a diversified solution that in, that was inclusive to those more um, conscious people, I should say, folks who ask more questions, folks who are skeptical, they live in more conservative parts of the country. And l- let's face it, the Pacific Northwest is a unique cavern of, you know, how we think and consider you know, holistic remedies, but certainly incorporating things like cannabis or hemp into our daily regimen. Now, our body's ability to process, this is still very new science. It was discovered in, you know, early 90s and is only now just being talked about. So this is not something that people are talking about every day. Your average doctor can't educate you on this. It's really specialized knowledge. And unless you are 
seeking the information, it's really hard to find a product, a brand, or people who are behind products and brands who can explain it um, and really talk about their passion and commitment to consistency and effectiveness when it comes to products. Um, and let's face it, kid-friendly, mother-approved. Like my kids love this stuff. My kid, my son is 17 years old and uses CBD regularly to recover from being a star football player. We have a dancer in the family. We have a scientist in the family who's pretty prone to anxiety. And my kid, when she's teething, we just put a little bit of that hemp oil right onto her, right onto her teeth. And it's, it's a, kid-friendly, mother-approved product. Um, and I'm super excited to be, you know, as the head of household, when I'm looking for brands and products that I feel comfortable using with my kids, I feel really confident in Best Bud products. It just across the board is, you know, is well-measured. Every every bear has a measured dose of CBD to put in. And I can't guess when I'm giving it to my kids or even my husband, who's a lot, who uses cannabis regularly. I don't want to have to guess, you know, how much of a dropper or how much of a something to give. Like the gummy bears are just very user-friendly, very quick, um, and a really consistent delivery. Now, Jared, I want to ask you this because I think that there's a lot of folks who are watching this industry explode into the mainstream and there's it's causing quite a bit of excitement. And I think for both the consumers um, and the people who are enjoying the products, as well as the business owners, there's a misconception here that you know, it's a get rich quick type of industry, um, which is certainly not the case. We see a lot of people making a lot of incredible headway in very short periods of time, um, but the, it it's not without its challenges. Can you share with us some of the, you know, maybe two or three of the biggest challenges that you have encountered as a business owner in your first year of business in the CBD industry? <laughs> How much time we got? Um, <laughs> you know, it's it. That's a great question. So, the CBD industry, from an outside perspective, is not what you would think from an inside perspective. Um, things move at a totally random pace. Um, you know, and I, I come from you know the real estate world where I'm used to things going boom, 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 boom. There's laws and there's procedures and policies and all sorts of stuff in place for the financial world, right? And you have to follow these things or else you don't, you, don't, you don't get the ante to play in the game. With CBD, it's a wild west right now. It, it's absolutely crazy. And so as it evolves and as it goes through it, some of the stuff that we've really faced in challenges, um, more along the lines of just education, you know, people really understanding what they're taking. You know, you addressed earlier, we don't scrutinize what's in our food nearly as much as we're scrutinizing what, what's in what we're taking with a CBD product. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's important for people to understand that not all CBD products are made the same. You got to really watch and understand where things are coming. CBD is kind of like a buzzword, like gluten free was not that long ago, right? Yeah. Someone sees gluten free, like, oh, I'm eating healthy, or oh, it's organic, so that must mean it's good for me. And it's not the case. Not all products are made the same. And, and obviously, I'm biased to ours, but you know, there's a lot of really good CBD products that are out there. One common denominator you're going to see on it is on any product that's worth its salt, you're going to see a QR code on the back. Okay. Scan the QR code with your phone. All smartphones take it. It'll take you right to a third-party independent lab testing site. It'll go through the batch. It'll tell you exactly what's in it. Break it down. You want to look for pesticides, heavy metals, and make sure that the CBD potency and what they're advertising is actually what they're getting. 
What I've noticed a lot, and I see this at Whole Foods all the time here, I drop in there in the morning, get a bottle of water or a quick bite to eat. And, and so you see CBD everywhere. And so me being who I am, and no one knows who I am in the store necessarily. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to check this out. I look at it and CBD is like the 400th ingredient in some of these products. And I'm like, where are they getting their CBD from? And you keep reading and it's CBD. And it says in small little fine print at the bottom of a lot of this stuff, CBD from hemp oil. And then you keep reading hemp oil derived from hemp seeds. And then you look at it and you're like, yeah, I didn't realize hemp seeds actually produced any CBD. I thought it was just really nice on your salad dressing. So like there's, there's this misconception that if it says hemp seed oil, that it actually has any CBD value in it. And I guess there could be some, but if you're buying a real CBD product, it should be an extract, first of all. Secondly, you should be able to tell what's in the product um, because there are cases, and I've seen it happen, of people getting sick from um, counterfeit products. Happened in Utah not that long ago. Um, a, whole, a smoke shop there sold a bunch of counterfeit products. Actually, had traces of fentanyl in it, which is insane. Like you're taking fentanyl, which can kill you in high doses, and people are getting sick and ended up in the ER, and then they're blaming CBD for it when the reality is, is there's counterfeit products coming from other countries, and people want to get rich quick. It's a hot topic. People want to buy it, but they don't do the research behind what they're buying. And On I, the so, contrary, so I, sorry to interrupt you, but I yeah. want to just throw this in there in that spirit of that. On the contrary, like where counterfeit products are causing quite a bit of harm, the flip side of that is that there was just a study where over, um, I think, 15 products were tested, and I think only three of them actually had the advertised active cannabinoid um, levels in there that were advertised. So like a, a 300 milligram tincture had zero or maybe 50 active milligrams of CBD, um, which explains why so many people are like, oh, CBD doesn't really work for me because what is in the bottle and what you're expecting to be a result actually doesn't come through because what's being advertised is actually not um, being delivered in the bottle. So it's creating quite a bit of confusion. And because there's no like stable regulations, which you mentioned earlier, we're a self-governing industry. We have to hold each other accountable for what yeah, we're putting into our product and how it's actually working for the customer base that we're serving. Sorry to interrupt, but I just... Oh, no, no, no. You're, you're, you're more... I'd rather, you know, it be a discussion than just me shouting at you all day. <laughs> um, but, but no, you, you nailed it. And, and I think really the, the industry standard we're going to see more and more go to, hey, prove what's in your product. And really, we should be doing that with everything we consume. That's a whole different political discussion we get into yeah. at some point. But, <laughs> but when it comes to CBD, you know, if, if you don't have anything to hide show your hand. And, and there's no reason not to. It doesn't mean someone's going to steal your formula. It doesn't mean someone's going to steal your customers. It just means that, hey, if we're going to run up here, and this is, this is the level and this is the benchmark that we're going to self-govern, which I think is really important, um, then that, that means that consumers need to be aware of it. They need to understand it and they need to be educated. And that just, that just takes time. Um, you know, and, and you talked about people's expectations. Oh, I'm going to get this. I want to take it. I'm going to feel really good. And then they get something there's maybe you know, a, a dilution or a small amount of CBD in there. And while, yeah, that does have a good effect on your body in some level, you're not going to get the full benefits from it. So it's really, really important. So that, that's been one of the biggest challenges we've faced um, since going into business is really educating people the difference on that. Um, the other part to it too, is if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. So like, like you mentioned, you know, if you see, and I'll use oil tinctures, for example. So if you see oil tinctures, and they're 1,000, 1,500, 2,000 milligrams, whatever the case might be. And they're all at a certain price point. And then you see one that says the same thing and it's like a third the cost or half the cost. 
it doesn't mean that it's a better product. It just means you're, you're getting less value for what you're doing. Um, I use, I use the, the BMW example, right? BMW is a car manufacturer just the same as, as maybe Kia is. Okay. But Kia is definitely going to be a lower price point. Well, what do you get when you get the Beamer? You get the nicer, everything upgrades, all that kind of stuff. Both of them are going to get you to where you want to go. And maybe that's not really fair to Kia because I've seen some pretty good looking Kias lately. But anyway, point is, point is, um, when you have a certain standard that you're, that you're used to as consumers, if we see the same thing that's being advertised and we're not educated on it, we're going to want to go with the lower price point because no one wants to spend more money than they need to. So I think as we go through time and educating people on why sometimes the higher price point items are going to be better for them, it's going to be a no-brainer, right? Um, the, the third challenge that we face has really been an interesting thing. This is more so along the lines of business owners, but even though CBD is fully legal, you can travel with it. TSA won't confiscate it. Disneyland or Disney World learned that the hard way. Um, not that long ago when they confiscated a grandma's uh, vape pen, I think it was. Um, <laughs> you know, there's, 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 a, there's an awakening that's happening. Law enforcement and is un- understanding, okay, CBDs, we're going to treat it the same as we would alcohol or we're going to treat it the same as we would cough syrup because uh, it's not a Schedule One narcotic anymore. Um, I think people are, need to start understanding that it's okay to have it. You, know, you talk about you travel with it. It's okay to have it in your bag. You're not going to get thrown to the ground and handcuffs on you and spend a night in jail because you have a bottle of sour bears on you. It doesn't work like that. Um, I wish they would so I could sue them within an inch of their life. <laughs> I would like set legacy. legacy Sonia, Sonia Gomez um, needs a good attorney. She's going to be there in the Denver airport getting yeah. that'll, that'll be breaking news there in Denver. Um, no, you know, I, I think people need to start removing their own preconceived notions of it. Um, you know, you're not doing something shady. We sell this direct to consumer online in all 50 states because it's federally legal to, to trade. Um, you're not going to get arrested for it. The DA is not going to show up at your house and do a bust. It doesn't work like that anymore. Um, so I think a lot of it just has to do with overcoming fear in the industry. Um, people's natural fear of, oh, am I doing something shady? And, and once that's removed and they realize, I'm going to treat this the same as I buy a bottle of Advil or Tylenol or ibuprofen or whatever the case is, then I think you're going to see a lot more people really, really understand it because I haven't had one person send a bottle back of this stuff. Quite, yeah, quite the opposite. They eat it when the first time they open it, they eat it all. Right. So they, they get it, they feel the difference of it, and they're like, light bulb clicked on. And that's really what, what, our, what our biggest hurdle has been this entire year is just removing the fear from people and getting the message out there consistently of this is not something that's going to derail your life. Okay. So and people need to understand that, which is also part of the reason back to the whole wide broad spectrum thing. Some places, some employers are still extremely you know, heavy testing on THC. And we would never want that to compromise somebody's job just because they're trying to enrich their lives and better their health. So that's the other reason why I put it out there. Hope that answers some questions. I could talk all day on this stuff, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it, I think it's I think it's really good. A lot of the times people, when I talk about the challenges, people talk about, you know, more logistical on the business side. They're saying that they've had trouble with merchant processing and even being, you know, things that feel second nature and totally natural. If you're an entrepreneur and, you know, you've, you've ever owned and operated your own business or you've been, you know, if you've ever had a job, you know that you require credit card processing and you have to have a bank and you have to be able to market and advertise and, you know, just little things like that make such a big difference. And I think that the industry as a whole has been really struggling with these fundamental things um, that, you know, are necessary for you to be able to run a business. Um, So the key things that I hear a lot of is 
you know, um, stable supply chain. We hear tons about merchant processing and banking, distribution and finding, you know, good outlets both on and offline where you can effectively distribute your product. Um, and, you know, these fundamental things still being restricted in the mainstream and the things that feel second nature for us to advertise through social media or, you know, even Google AdWords or anything like that, it's still very limiting. And there's only a few people with very deep pockets that are able to do it effectively. Um, On the flip side, though, there are some really super amazing creative things that are happening behind the scenes for what I'm calling the innovators of the industry. Um, And I think you and you and Josh do a really great job at that. And you had specific assets that you brought with you into this new business. Can you share um, maybe one or two things that you guys are doing that maybe nobody else has thought of or not everybody, maybe they've thought of it, but they haven't quite implemented it yet. What are, what are some ways that you guys are breaking through those barriers when it comes to marketing and advertising or gaining further distribution or reaching this national audience that you're currently serving? Yeah. Um, the, the first thing that pops into mind is social media and what we're doing right here with video. Um, I, I have a ring light. You can see the, the reflection of it up over there. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you have one on too. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and then I also here, I'll, I'll show you over here. I got, got a background over here that I do here, here in my office. Um, it takes a little bit of money, a little bit to get the, get the equipment, but it takes no money to broadcast it. YouTube, TikTok is really big right now. Instagram, Facebook live, Twitter live. Um, you know, it, it I would tell anybody that's, that's, that's starting a business, the only way they're going to know you're there is if you tell them. And the only way they're going to know about you is if you tell them about you. They're not, they're not psychic. They're not just going to randomly discover you. I mean, I guess they could through a billion Google searches. But if we look at society today, we're a fast-moving instant gratification. Want it now, want it now, want it now, ADHD. I'm ADHD too, so I get it. Um, you know, and, and there's a lot that happens really, really quick. And so you, you, need, you need to be able to have content that's there that will sell your product 24-7 without you physically having to go in and type messages to everybody. So um, I say to somebody that's in startup mode, that's just starting out, that's just getting going, that wasn't us that long ago. It was, this year has been a complete blur. Um, <laughs> put out videos. Do it. You don't need a you don't need a sexy background. I mean, you got a great background. You know, this one we got off Amazon. It's you know, it looks like wood, but it's just some carpet that we tacked to the wall. Um, you don't you don't need to be super super innovative. Just find a place you can record and just get content out nonstop. Some of it's going to be good. Some of it's going to be crap. <laughs> just the way it goes. And and we started doing videos about a year ago. My first stuff was horrible. My recent stuff, I think, is okay. And you know, it's 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 gaining momentum. So that'd be the first place I would start. Is just make videos, make videos. Even if you're not comfortable in front of the camera, you will figure out how to be. You'll find your voice at some point. You'll start resonating with a certain type of people. And then don't try to be somebody. Be you. Because you being authentic is going to come through a lot better than you trying to model yourself after a specific talking type. Um, you know, and I've had to learn that the hard way. You know, sometimes people call me, you know, I sound like a white Kevin Hart and I just start laughing at that. I'm like, okay, I, you know, I get it. But then I realized, okay, I was watching Kevin Hart on Netflix last night. <laughs> Yeah. And, and I'm okay at being compared to Kevin Hart. He's been pretty successful. So, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't look like him at all, but Hey, I'll, I'll take it, you know, but, but at the same time, be you, 
because somebody watching is going to identify with, with Sonia or someone's going to be identifying with Jared and they might not identify with the other person, but they'll identify with whoever you happen to be and you'll reach them where they're at. And that's the powerful thing about social media and doing video content is they'll watch it at two in the morning. They'll watch it at seven o'clock at night. They'll watch it on their lunch break. You don't know, but it's there for them to consume. And then you start getting interactions. I can't tell you how many times I'll put out a video and people might not comment on it, but I get a ton of DMs on Facebook or Instagram and people are just, they want to open up. And that's the other surprising thing about it too, is when you have those opportunities and people want to share their personal experience with you, you have got to bridge that gap and that connection with that person. Because for so many people and, and you and I included, it's a very personal thing, you know? And so it gives you an opportunity to really solidify, not just like a consumer, but create, create a friend um, and really meet, meet them where, that, where they're at. So, you know, I, that would be the first place I would start if you're jumping into the business and you want to learn about it. The other part would be become obsessed with understanding how CBD works. And it is, it's a lot of content to consume. There are peer reviews you can read and there are, there's a lot of BS out there that you can also read. So you got to really start understanding where to plug in communities plug into, um, Facebook groups to join and really understand there's a difference between propaganda and like legitimate information. And it, and it can be really confusing sometimes. Um, and, and I, you know, I deal with it too. There's some articles are even like, this guy is so far out of his mind. I have no idea what he's talking about. And then I'll read something that's extremely simple. I'm like, Oh, that makes sense. Cool. Thank you. Um, you know, and, and I'm not an uber technical scientific kind of person, but when it comes to something that can better me, um, I become obsessed with it. I want to know everything there is to know about it. Um, and so it also helps you block out a lot of the noise. You know, I, there are a lot of people out there that will take advantage of the whole get rich quick scheme and will absolutely suck people's bank accounts dry. And you have to be really, really, really cautious because there's some vultures out there circling. And if you're coming into the field and you're a startup, you got to be really cautious with what you spend your money on. Um, and just be really, really diligent with doing your research behind who's giving you the advice, who is actually spending the time with you, who's telling you to do what and find out their motives. Um, and that, that's just, sometimes you gotta learn some tough lessons. We, we've been there. Um, and, and it is what it is, but you know, when it all boils down, I think, I think really you have to ask yourself, why are you getting into the business? <laughs> if it's money, you're, you're, you're probably not going to be in here for the long haul and you're going to get pushed out by bigger companies with deeper pockets just inevitable. And when there comes a point where your honeymoon phase of OCBD is awesome ends and it becomes real work, then you're not going to stick around because it was a get rich quick thing and you didn't make the money you thought you would. So you're going to be very disappointed. My advice to somebody is if you're getting into this business, it's not a one to two year proposition that I'm going to ramp my business up and then sell it off to the highest bidder. It's this is a lifelong commitment for me. I'm going to better those around me and serve my clients at the highest amount or highest level possible. Um, if you go in it with that, you know, there's an old saying with the company I used to work for, which is numbers and money follow, they don't lead. And if you're just focused on numbers and money, you are in the wrong field. Go be a stockbroker on Wall Street. You can make tons of money doing that. But if you want to be in this field, you need to care about people because that's ultimately who you're serving. People and, and some pets too. Pets are nice. But ultimately people. You're serving people. And if, if you focus on that and you come at it with a heart of compassion and you do the videos and you do your research, then people will see your authenticity. Um, they'll want to know you. They'll want to talk to you. Um, they'll have an opportunity to, to really engage with you. And I think that those main things are the most important part to anyone that's looking to really get involved in CBD. Um, it's just kind of keeping those at the forefront of their mind. 
I could not agree with you more. And I actually want to share. So you did a great job because I was just going to ask you your words of wisdom and you just dished them out like candy. Hey, right now, I'm, so. I'm happy to lead to the next segment. So there we go. That's good. <laughs> I know it's perfect. And I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually going to piggyback and I'm, I'm looking up. Um, I'm looking up something right now that I recently just reread for the first time in a really long time. Um, and it's this book for those of you who haven't heard of it, it's called the four agreements. And I think that the four agreements, literally you could read it while you're on the toilet, like at work. Um, but it's like that quick of a read and it's such a powerful piece of information. And one of the things, um, so the four agreements are as follows that be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Um, don't make assumptions and always do your best. The one that really stuck out to me was the be impeccable with your word piece. Um, Right now, the way to capture, connect, and convert a customer base is through authenticity. And you, the way that you do that is by expressing who you are, what you think, what you feel. But more importantly than any of that stuff is why you do what you do the way that you do it. Um, we have a mutual mentor, Russell Brunson, who wrote a book called Expert Secrets. And it really breaks down what is what are the necessary components to become a leader or an influence in a specific crowd of people. With your knowledge, with your expertise, with your experience, you don't necessarily have to be a guru, but you can quickly adopt the um, popularity that a quote-unquote guru would have by approaching things in a way that builds a culture and community rather than pushing things down people's throats. And that comes from authenticity, sharing vulnerability, the stories of your life that make you a unique person um, and not just a robot trying to push products down your throat. Gone are the days where you can throw a label on a bottle throw some money behind it and advertise and build up to, you know, this massive exit. Now there's dozens of brands coming out into the marketplace every single day. And you really have to have key differentiators beyond the formulation um, that make you and your brand stand out. People are not buying products anymore. They're buying people and they're buying purpose. They're buying passion. So they want to know who's behind the products and brands that we love and what is their bigger mission? What is the why that's driving this company? That's why we started the Hemp Revolution podcast. We've had Legalize It, Don't Criticize It for ages. Um, it's a powerful uh placeholder in the community as far as education and information goes. But we needed we needed to capture and connect with you guys in a different way to show you what it is actually taking to push this initiative in this industry forward. So um, one of the things and the reason why I, I revert back to the um, four agreements is because I think in this industry and I and everyone has been guilty of it at some point in their business, but the ability to admit when you're wrong and then make the necessary pivots to get to keep yourself in a position of power is so important. So yeah. being an in integrity doesn't mean that you're right all the time. Being impeccable with your word doesn't mean that you're right all the time. What it means is that you are able to move with the changing tides and find your new 100% every time an obstacle knocks you to the floor. And if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner, that's going to happen. If you're a person looking for products and using products, 
products, it's going to happen. You're going to have to try, you know, two or three vitamins before you find the one that works best for you. And it's no different with with CBD or cannabis or whatever. At the end of the day, it's just an ingredient. And you're going to start to see these things brought into our mainstream food, beauty products, health and beauty across the board and around the world are integrating these ingredients cannabinoid or phyto-rich nutrients into our ecosystems right now. So self-educating, self-empowering, here's some resources for you if you want to check it out. PubMed is a fantastic place to get information. Um, Any of the studies coming out of Israel are also fantastic sources of information. And you can check out places like MJ.com, which are hiring experts from around the world to, you know, from every sector of the industry to produce content there. These are just a few resources for you guys to check out. Um, and as for those of you who are in business, read the four agreements and check it out. There are, you know, the, the be and integrity with your word. I'll, I'll share a story, just my own personal story yeah. of how this played a, played a recent role for me. Um, you know, over the last couple of years, I have been an incredible hub for distribution for the industry. And I've helped, you know, dozens of brands come into market, um, you know, generating their first 10 or 15 or $20,000 in sales. And Facebook caught on several times, (laughs) Facebook caught on and started to create restrictions for me. And in a lot of cases, that meant that I had to change what I was going to deliver on behalf of my brands. And I very quickly innovated. We started new platforms, opened up new networks, kept an open line of communication with our folks. And now we're right back on track to um, to make sure that I'm supporting them with distribution. But it looks different than we originally um, had thought it was going to look. And there's some things that are totally out of your control. But what is in your control is your is your ability to stay in integrity with what you said you would do and finding new ways to innovate past the challenges that's the true definition of entrepreneurship. So check out the four agreements. And for those of you who are just getting started with your business, check out the Millionaire Master Plan by Roger James Hamilton. It's a powerful piece of work to identify how to effectively build your team, hire your weaknesses, and make sure that you are playing your best, highest genius and role in your team. Your team will buy you time and effectiveness in the way that you are working and scaling and growing your business. So those are some of my words of wisdom for the day. Um, Jared, I'd love to hear quickly from you. What are some of the goals that you have for 2020? I know that you guys have experienced exponential growth in, in the last few months and that you are on a hockey stick type growth <laughs> pattern right now for your business. What are some of the things that you have coming down the pipeline that we should be ex- watching for and excited to celebrate with you? Um, we just, we just started a wholesale division too. So as far as retailers and, and whatnot, um, we're open for business with that. And we've had a lot of interest in that. Uh, we just hired our, our first outside sales rep. So he's crushing it down in Arizona and we have another one coming on here really soon um, for the East Coast. So that's going to be something to look out for. We're going to start seeing our, our, our Sour Bear, aka Yummy Gummies on the store shelves here pretty soon. So that'll be awesome. Um, but more so than that, I mean, really what our goal is for 2020, Sonia, is, is to take that next step. You know, we had our ramp up, we had our launch, and now we're, now we're moving as far as sales go. But really to take that next step as, as the industry standard 
for especially uh, sour bears and, and edibles. Um, we want people to, we want to be the product that people compare all their future products to. And that ultimately just comes with branding and consistency and providing customers with a really high level of service. Um, you know, and, and so those, those two things are, are really, really my main focus. Josh and I have different heads of the business that we run. He's systems analytics. He understands business flow. I mean, so when you talk to him, he's going to be able to tell you all the, all the, you know, internal challenges with building the infrastructure and all that kind of stuff. I'm a little blind to that. Cause I'm, I'm just like, Hey, what's up blah, 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 all the time. So, um, you know, so, so on, on my By the side, way, of it, that's just, my job too. I'm a blah, blah person. I caught that. <laughs> I caught that. Yeah. We, we got, we got that vibe going. It, it's good. Um, more so it, it's just, it's building that consistency, making sure that, that the content is there for people to consume. Um, answering the questions and, and really just continue to build ourselves up. You talked about a hockey stick kind of mentality, um, you know, with that sort of stuff. I mean, we're, we're here to serve at the end of the day. That's what we are. We are serving people. Um, and so that message that we can consistently get out, I mean, that's really what my immediate goal is as far as the businesses. I mean, yeah, we're, we're looking to grow obviously, and we want to bring on new products. We would get a lot of inquiries about this, that, or the other thing. And so we're always looking into that and in the process of developing new stuff. But when it comes down to it, though, we really just we want to be a name and brand people identify with consistency, quality and trust. Um, and that is our that is our main goal for 2020. I love it. And if folks want to, um, there, I have a ton of retailers, by the way, who listen to this because they're always trying to find like the brands that they should be working with. Um, if folks are interested in working in wholesale or if they want to just find you and, and find out how they can get some of their own yummy gummies so you don't have to eat all of mine, um, where can folks find you if they want to find out how to work with you or try your products? Yeah, you can shoot me an email. Um, it's Jared. S at bestbudcbd.com or you can call me. My number is 503-826-6737. That's my personal number. It's my only number. You can call me there. I'll probably answer. If not, I'll call you back or you can text me. I do that too. I'm 35. So I know how to do the text. Um, on, on Facebook, I'm the Jared Sawyer. Um, and you can reach me those three places. If I'm not answering, I'm either on a plane or I'm asleep. So usually the, the two reasons why I'm not answering. And the website for Best Bud? www.bestbudcbd.com. Amazing. Hey guys, those of you who are tuning in and you're interested in checking out any of the products, the links are listed right around this video here, along with our show notes and show highlights from today. Make sure that you check it out and go to the website if you want to pick up a bottle of your own, or if you want to find a local retailer that is currently carrying the best bud products, including the yummy gummies. As you can tell, that's my favorite product. It's like, it's just the thing that sets you guys apart. As far as I'm concerned, everyone can have a tincture. A lot of people have dog treats, but when it really comes down to it, not everybody has a great tasting, super effective gummy bear that you can take everywhere with you and have stolen right out of your hand while at VIP <laughs> parties. So, <laughs> um, so I definitely suggest that you guys go and check them out. This is probably one of my top three favorite products on the market right now. Personal endorsement not paid. Um, I literally, me and my kids eat these things all day long. So um, definitely check those things out. I want to share my deepest gratitude for those of you who have been following and supporting the launch of the Hemp Revolution podcast. We have successfully 
crossed the 17,000 person listening list. You guys are consuming about 80% of every one of our episodes right now. We're seeing our subscriber list go up every single day. Um, We're expecting numbers to triple over the next few days. And because you guys have liked and shared content just like this one, and when you like and share content like this video, you are a part of helping me push the initiative forward to see that all folks who need and want access safe and legal access to products just like this one, that you um, are able to get it. We have impacted hundreds of millions of people's lives from around the world because you guys are liking and sharing content just like this video today. So I appreciate that you will um, invite other folks from your circle of friends and family to join us and continue to follow the hemp revolution, um, as well as the incredible stories of these entrepreneurs who are pushing this incredible industry forward. If you're someone looking for products you can trust, check us out on medicalsecrets.com. And if you're a budding entrepreneur or existing business owner looking for the real solutions you need to push your business forward. We're happy to help you with the relationships and resources that you're looking for. Check us out on theemeraldcircle.com. Happy to help. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Sonia Gomez, and this is The Hemp Revolution. We'll see you guys on the next show. Thanks so much, Jared. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode. We took notes on this episode for you, along with all the links and resources mentioned in the episode. Get them free on the show notes page here at www.medicalsecrets.com. If you love this show and our content, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you really want to help us get the message out there, please rate, review, and tell all your friends. With your help, we can continue to reach the world with our message. And until next time, we hope you join the hemp revolution. And we challenge you to dream big and love the life you live.